This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you guys all love our chat earlier this week with attorney Emily D. Baker, who is attorney at law, who is now a legal commentator and has spent lots and lots of time deep diving into the Erica Jane case. We got into it all. What has happened this season? What is happening now that the reunion is here? And really, what what is this all for? What is the best and worst case if Erica is found guilty of anything? From a legal point of view, Emily is the one that we have turned to. Have you guys liked that conversation earlier in the week? Well, today it continues on Patreon. We get into more of that. We talk more about the reunion, what we can expect next season, how long this is probably going to play out for Erica. We talk a little bit about Jen Shaw too, and why the public and listeners and people have just gone crazy for this Erica Jane case and why nobody can kind of get enough of this. So if you guys enjoyed that chat, head on over to Patreon. Here are a few little little clips from that so you know what to expect. Enjoy. Have a great Saturday. Full episode on Patreon. And here are a few little examples of what you can expect. See you guys later. That isn't really, it's what has happened since she is known. So I get staying on the show because it's the salary and you need the money. Like, let's talk about the social media and the show. I mean, like, do you think her lawyers, like, are they just having a breakdown every day. I mean, like, I understand the Fenty and the sponsorships, but that's gone now. Like, I mean, what, if this was your client, would you just say like, you're in, you could say goodbye on Instagram, like make a statement, goodbye everyone, I'll be back in three years. Was that what you would advise someone? It's interesting because with Fenty and with contractual relations as a lawyer, I feel like sometimes there can be almost a conflict because the lawyers still want to get paid. So your client still needs to work and make money. I, and I talked to Evan C. Borges, her lawyer for the uh, bankruptcies. He is not a particularly social media savvy individual. I brought up some things that were on Twitter and said, do you care to comment? He's like, I haven't even seen these yet. I don't get the sense that Erica's calling him every day going, they said this on Twitter. They said that on Twitter. Cause if she does, you know, most of the time you then have to pay your lawyer for making that phone call. So I don't think 
her lawyer just, and I don't know about her family law attorneys that are dealing with the divorce, but I don't think her bankruptcy lawyers are giving a lot of guidance in that realm. That's not the gist I got from the conversation. Some lawyers are just like, look, what you're doing on social media is what you're doing on social media. You're not in bankruptcy. You're not under criminal investigation. There's nothing to curtail your speech. Nothing's curtailing this other lawyer's speech who's flaming you out on social. So why am I going to tell you to curtail your behavior? I mean, maybe a conversation about decide what persona you want to give. I think the best advice we've heard has come from PK this season. And I never thought I would say that. I'm horrified to learn this. And she did things like what Ronald Richards suggests or others. Like if she now started saying, I'm going to sell my clothes. I'm going to take all these, this second bedroom that we see on the show. It's all going to be, and I'm giving this money to the victims. It's not going to be close to what they deserve, but like, is that something the lawyers could say? Like you, you, you can't do that. That's basically, I would tell her absolutely not to, because when I, when we talked earlier about trying to settle everything she's facing, they, whatever assets she has, they have to be strategic with, because if she hypothetically, if she was like, I'm selling the whole glam room, I'm selling the Jaguar ring, I'm selling everything. And I'm giving it to Ron Richards because he was on Twitter making settlement offers that are supposed to be confidential and private and shouldn't be made on social media. And I have a whole ton of issues with aside from that, but this kind of shakedown on social media of, Hey, we'll take less of our fee if you just do it now, which he knew she wasn't going to do. And probably knew that in conversations with her lawyer too, and still put it out on Twitter to look like he was doing something, but like, sorry, you're out of your $11 million house or whatever it's down to now. Again, you're still in a 2000 square foot bungalow, which I know in LA may not be a lot, but it's still has nice. It's a lot. I lived in LA. We lived in 910 square feet with a family of four. I mean, so that's, I get it. (laughs) That's where it's like, okay, you're still on the show. Now you may not be on the show forever, but you'll have social media. People will have a cameo from you. You write the book. So it's like, I'm sorry, you have to go live in a one bedroom apartment somewhere. Maybe, maybe this 2000 is too big. Maybe it'll just be an apartment, but you'll be alive. But I mean, that's how it's going to play out. There's going to be plenty. Of, I mean, are they going to try to give everybody a little something or no? It's just, it is how it is. No, there's, so in bankruptcy, there's an order. And I went over this on my channel. There's an order of priority. The thing that's unfortunate for most of Tom's clients. I mean, that makes sense. So like best case when this is over, I'm not best case, but for Erica, let's just for her best case, it's over and she walks away and it works and just starts over with her Beverly Hills house salary. Yep. And then what is the worst case that she knew a lot? And then what jail time is a real I mean, the worst case is that the, and if Bravo likes her and if Andy likes her, we've seen them bend over backwards for Teresa. You could see them do that for her, particularly because the ratings this season, it seems have been so good. People are very invested in either hate watching her or curiosity or spectacle or watching the train wreck, people are very invested and would watch if they didn't Erica tells all after there, she's not going to do one now because everybody's documenting every damn thing she says, but down the road after this resolves, if she does a tell all, all of us are going to fucking watch it. Bravo knows that.
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shapes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Bravo knows that the ratings on 98% of the things are not so good anymore. This had a good season. This in Potomac, yep. the ratings are doing good. And Jersey had decent ratings last season. That's about it. Everything else was down. So they we'll will see how Salt Lake does. It. <laughs> it's doing like the same so far, which isn't great. It's not great. No, because they started out strong with being like, hey, we have federal agents arresting people while filming. They started out big. Well, that's my point. Like, why is no one taught? Like, people just want to talk about I mean, I can tell you my listeners, right? I, get, I could talk about anything. It's like people want to just talk about Erica all the day. Why Not do you everyone, think that is most. that people don't I, want to talk about Jen Shaw? It's so funny because when you come back and we do our Jen Shaw talk, yeah. I'm going to ask you about that. But it doesn't feel the same, does it? It doesn't feel the same to me. The vitriol towards Erica on social media, and maybe it's her behavior on social, but Jen Shaw hasn't been a peach on social either. And Jen Shaw is the one who did the thing. Like Jen Shaw is the one who, I'm No, she did the thing. I mean, there is something to me inherently unlikable about Jen Shaw. Let me just, I'm going to put that out there. I have something, I just, there's something inherently unlikable about her too. Which is why when you we talk all about Jen Shaw and that whole thing, I, but yeah, it, I, people are her behavior like on social. She's posting Gucci and this, and that's not much better. I don't think and, she and she's flaming after Meredith's kid. I mean, she has not been she has not been as brazen. I mean, she wasn't a Fenty ambassador as Erica, but also I think it's kind of bullshit to be like, oh, she's splayed out in lingerie. I mean, her her comments didn't help, but also. Neither Erica, well, Jen Shaw, to me, it seems like does not realize the severity of what is possibly to come in her life. Like when the, right, like we've talked about this before, like when the feds come and pull a van, like they're not just, this is, this is like, you're not walking away. There's, there's evidence waiting. Like the feds do not waste their time. No, Jen doesn't seem to appreciate uh, gravity. Erica seems to appreciate that her life is crumbling. Jen seems to be like, what 
this is my business. Why is this a big deal? Everybody's just, why are you all bullying me? I mean, it's a very interesting tack to take. I'm innocent. Y'all are stupid. Fuck off is what Jen Shaw's defense seems to be right now. I don't know. Erica's so cold. It's almost like there. That's why there are times where I'm like, does, does Erica know? Like, is she so innocent that she's just like, it's bring it on, but I'm not worried because I know the truth yeah. will prevail and I did nothing. And like the truth always sets you free. I don't know. Sometimes Erica is so stoic that I'm like, I mean, she has to deal with what's going on around her, but she's just like, once I get through this, it'll be interesting when this is, I mean, what do you, the timeline do you think? I mean, is, are we looking at like Erica's, this is going to be going on for three years five years, two years, I mean, six I don't months, think- all these questions and more answered today, right now over on Patreon. Love having Emily here. Yes, I'm a lawyer. I can have these discussions, but this is Emily's life, life's work. I mean, I can't have these discussions to the extent she could because I don't keep up with the laws and Emily does. And, you know, there's been so much talk about Erica this whole season. It seems to be the only thing people want to talk about, but like from a legal point of view, like these were my questions. Like how much longer, like, is this case going to go on? You heard me ask the question, really, what's the best case for Erica when this is all over? What's the worst case as far as serving time if she's found guilty? And we just kind of get into it. And we, yeah, we do talk a little bit about Jen Shaw too, but head on over to Patreon. We break all this down from a legal standpoint. Emily's amazing. It's a continuation of a chat we had here, part one, which is on the main feed. And I hope you guys enjoy this. Emily, listen, Emily wasn't leaving without me getting answers for all you guys. So hope you enjoy this. Have a great Saturday.